Okay, and so I'd like to welcome everybody to today's show. I am super, 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 super excited about today, the show, and the guests that I have on. Um, Many people may know this individual. uh, I know her. Um, And I've had an opportunity to talk to her on several occasions prior to this um, as she was starting out both of both of us kind of starting out in our endeavors. Uh, And so many may know her as the face behind Fat Mermaids. And Fat Mermaids is a clothing line, t-shirt line, sells pins. It's very fat positive. And so I am super excited to have on the show with me today, Miss Jay Mobley. Welcome, Jay. Thank you, Joy. I'm very excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. I'm so excited. (laughs) It's going to be great. This is my first interview, so, uh, and I'm very honored, and I feel privileged that you asked me to do this because, I, you know, I'm excited to share with everyone some things about me and Fat Mermaids. Yes, so this is like a Fresh Out the Cocoon exclusive. Um, yes. The first interview ever. Ever. Uh, ever by Miss J Mobley and I am so honored and humbled that you decided to come on to the show and kind of reveal yourself to listeners. I know a lot of people who follow my IG page also follow your um, follow your clothing line on IG and so I am yeah excited to get started. So what kind of got you interested in entrepreneurship? Well okay so if I'm being honest I got interested in entrepreneurship because I don't like working for, and I don't want to say I like working because entrepreneurship is work, mm-hmm. but it's like I work in a corporate setting. I work, um, I still work. So I am an entrepreneur, but I, I still have a day job. Being in the setting where people don't appreciate your work and you feel like it's very little, you're getting very little pay mm-hmm. for your effort. Is, is, is hard. So entrepreneurship is something that I just feel like if I'm going to work hard, I want to work hard for myself. Right. Um, and putting energy into something that I care about versus going to work every day, clocking in every day for somebody who doesn't give two dead flies. <laughs> like they just, they just don't care about me as a person. I felt like I started thinking of ways to, or things that I feel passionate about, not just something, because anybody can do something to make money. But if you're not happy with what you're doing and you don't feel a certain way about it, it's still going to be like a job. Right. You know, so. And when you say like, yeah. So like when you say like a job, you mean like, it's just, it's work. It's draining. Like draining. Yes. Like draining is very draining. Mm Mm-hmm. And so then kind of building off that a little bit, like, you know, was it like you were at your job, like kind of paint the story for us. So like, were you at your job clocking in and out and you had like this awesome (laughs) idea, like how did this, you know, how did like Fat Mermaids kind of come into being? Well, so I can't draw. I love mermaids. I am fat. I love fat mermaids. (laughs) It sounds so silly (laughs) just saying this. Right. But so my original idea is I have a, a friend named Marlena and she's an artist and I would always have her just uh, draw things for me. And so um, well, commission, like I pay for them, not just have her drawing things for me, but mm-hmm. I would always commission art from her to support her as an artist 
So I love t-shirts. And like I said before, I love mermaids and I'm a fat woman. So I somehow came up with this idea of having a t-shirt line that featured all fat mermaids. (laughs) And it sounds so funny now, but my idea was to have t-shirts that feature fat mermaids. And a, a lot of the beginning work that we did had fat mermaids doing like just cutesy things. Like I had a t-shirt that had a cute little chibi style mermaid eating. Like she just had all these cute little things around her. And that represented me so much because it was like she was happy and she was surrounded by all these sweets and it was just fun and bright and vibrant. Mm -hmm. And I don't want people to think that all fat people do is eat, but I'm going to be honest. I'm one of the fat people who like to eat. So Mm -hmm. that resonated with me. So we released that shirt. Then we just re-released some other fun things with mermaids in them. But somewhere along the line, I decided that I didn't want to just literally be fat mermaids. I wanted to be, uh, you know, expressive in fat positivity, period. So some of our designs still feature fat mermaids because that's, that's where it started. But really, it's just about now being fat positive and I guess you could say fun Mm-hmm. So some of our things are kind of fun or um, snarky or just like, I don't want to say motivational, but just like a very positive experience for fat people who want to be seen, mm-hmm. who want to be heard, who want to express themselves through their clothing choices. Like, this is how I feel. And sometimes I may not say it, but I'm going to wear it on these clothing. So on my clothing, so you can just see it. My one shirt. Um, IDGAF about your diet, Susan. Uh huh. <laughs> the shirt. <laughs> that shirt. That shirt. Yeah. I didn't ever think that. So when I came up with that phrase, it was initially like a post that I put up on Instagram, something about that. Mm-hmm. And I came up with the phrase and I showed it to two friends and they were just like, that's funny as hell. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, really? Really? You think people would wear that? And people do. People love, it's like, everybody loves that shirt. And I, <laughs> Listen, I see that shirt everywhere. That and I tell shirt. you, on websites, on stories and articles. I mean, I remember when I first saw it, um, when it, like when you first went viral. Um, mm-hmm. And the militant baker, I believe, was the person who tag, tagged you and was like, everybody go buy this shirt. It was it was uh, just 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 Baker, uh, just Baker uh-huh. from the Millicent Baker. Yeah. Oh my God! When that happened, I was like just so humbled and so. Oh my God! Really? Mm-hmm. Really? It was just. It, I feel like that was a. Uh, that was definitely the point where I realized that it wasn't just about the mermaids. That people wanted to wear things that express how they feel. Yeah. I yeah. think it was at that that moment that I realized it didn't just have to be all cute and fun. Mm-hmm. But um, that shirt is it means a lot to me because so many people get different things from it. From and this is um, from fat people to thin people because eating disorders exist. Right. Um, and that eating disorders exist for fat people as well as thin people. But a lot of people just don't want to hear about diets, period. So this is a big F you to anybody who thinks they're about to come tell me about what I should be doing with my diet or my body or whatever. Look, I don't want to hear it. Leave me alone unless I ask for your opinion about a diet or, 
you know, food, my food choices, please leave me alone. Yeah. And I think, you know, what you say is so important because when you talk about the shirt and how it resonates with so many people and how different individuals in society are dealing with the um, the impacts of diet culture, whether that be through dis- the, uh, eating disorders or um, or just the way that we monitor our bodies, we look at ourselves, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I think about those things. Like, I think it's so important that there is a message that's out there that is clearly stating that there are people who are not interested because oftentimes the picture gets painted that, you know, fat people, like, we're just butt hurt because, you know, we tried to diet and it didn't work or, you know, we oh. can't lose the weight and all of these other things. But like here you have people who are smaller who are also saying, no, I want to divest from this culture. Like mm-hmm. diet culture does not serve me well. And so to kind of have people who are also not in your target demographic also crying out, reaching out for this type of material, I think speaks volumes. Absolutely. I agree 100%. That's the thing. Like, nobody wants to hear it. Mm-hmm. And I and I want, <laughs> I want everybody in the world to have this shirt. Like, or if you don't have the shirt, just I want everybody to feel this. Like, mm-hmm. we don't have to deal with people selling us um, the notion that our bodies are bad, no matter what our bodies look like. Right. You don't have to feel bad about yourself. Like, I spent a lot of my life feeling bad about the skin I'm in. Thinking about it now, it's like, why? Because somebody told me that my body was wrong. Basically, that's what it boils down to. Because if no one told me that something was wrong with me, I wouldn't feel that way. Right, exactly. I would have never felt like I needed to do this or do that or like have uh, pop diet pills because I did that a lot as a teenager. Um, Buying things that probably were very unhealthy for me or doing things that was unhealthy to try to be thin. Right. And I think like, you know, that's a, I mean, I think that's the other part is like a lot of people, again, they want to chirp, they want to harp on, oh, fat is unhealthy, fat is unhealthy, fat is unhealthy, but they don't look at all the other behaviors that they participate in on a daily basis that are harmful to their bodies. Um, Mm -hmm. Whereas there are fat people who are out here who are living you know, healthy lives who are thriving, who are, you know, who are excelling in a number of different things. Um, And then you have somebody like, you know, yapping. And I get this on my Instagram all the time. And I don't know, maybe you can attest to this, but it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, as a fat person saying something, I just posted something not too long ago. And it said like the condition of your heart is more important than the condition of your thighs. And I don't know why people feel compelled to still write underneath posts like that, that say things like, oh, but being fat, like you're going to die from a heart attack or, you know, like it's just all of these different things. And it's like, okay, but being a jerk, like you're, you don't have any friends, like you're not emotionally healthy. Like, you know what I mean? The fact that you feel like you have to show up and harp on other people's statuses and stuff. What does that say about you mentally? Right. Like we're not Uh even going to talk about the ways in which people um, enact in behaviors that don't show up in their body, but they do it physically. Right. So like you're a binge drinker or you, you know, you are eating things that maybe aren't doing what's best like internally for you. Um, But because nobody can see it in your outward appearance, it's like 
nobody is calling you out on those things or, you know, just different things like that. So I think about those things and, you know, um, I get those types of messages quite often. I try to monitor as, you know, as well as I can so I can delete messages or that's what I was doing. Mm -hmm. But I feel like sometimes I just can't take it and I just go in on people and that might not be a professional thing to to do. But look, it's wrong for you to get on my page that's not for you. I don't get on pages that's not for me Mm -hmm. or things that I don't like or I don't agree with just to be in opposition. Right. First of all, you don't know these people. You don't know their lives. You don't know their situations. And none of that even matters. Like why I'm fat is none of your concern. It doesn't matter if I'm fat from some this, you know, some disorder that I have or I just like to eat. It's not your business. My health is not your business. Mm-hmm. You're not paying any of my bills. My health does not affect you. Right. Right. I don't know anything about you to be, you know, you only know what you see and that's it. And it's not any of your, it shouldn't be any of your concern, but you, I, I always get people, even sad people saying, um, and that's internalized. And I, and I kind of, I'm a little bit easier with fat people who, who aren't there or who aren't trying to get there. But I get um, even fat people saying, you know, I don't know why you would be so, this was just, just happened on my Facebook page, actually. I don't know. I'm a, I'm chubby or I'm, I'm fat and all you're doing is promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. I don't like being like this. Okay. If that's how you feel, that's fine. Yeah. But that's not how these people feel. Right. Again, why are you here? Right. And listen, there's, some, I- there's, there's somewhere for you to be that caters to you and your feelings. Right. This ain't the place. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I just stopped. Like, honestly, I don't, I, I'm like, I probably, if you went to my IG, you just see a long list of people who have been blocked. Like there's oh, yeah. some people, I just like, look, dude, if you want to argue, go argue somewhere else. Like, because I feel like you are eliciting a response. Like you want to argue. This is why you showed up. And I'm not going to give you the courtesy of doing so. Whatever you thought that you were trying to accomplish by doing whatever it is that you're doing, leaving these remarks. I just block people because, again, you're not coming in my house just doing whatever you want to do. Absolutely. I do um, block people. But like I said, sometimes they just really take me there Mm -hmm. and I get out of my body and I'm like, look... My Twitter fingers get to going. Right. Like, <laughs> I can't help myself sometimes. It's like, okay, I'm not going to let you badger the people on my page, and I'm not going to let you badger me. And then I block them. Like, mm-hmm. let me get this off my chest, and then I'll, I'll block mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I'm going to say but what more, I need to say, and then I'm going right. to you out. More often than not, though, I just block and delete the comments. Because why, they don't deserve your energy, honestly. But sometimes, like I said, sometimes I just get so mad that they have the audacity to come to some place that's you just don't do that. Why you come to the party if you're not invited? Right, right. Goodbye. Right. Right. That's like or like, you know, why do you show up at the party and then like cry the whole time you're there? Like you could have stayed home. Stay home. Like boo. what is Stay like what is the home. point? Like you show up to the party to <laughs> criticize all the decorations? Like, okay. Yeah, you probably should have is there an Uber? Can somebody get this person an <laughs> Uber? Come on and like, yes. Yeah, so I get it. 
Okay, and so kind of moving on, I guess, from there, I mean, we kind of talked about IG, your impact, um, the t-shirt that that I think in some ways you may be most known for. Um, I think so. I think yeah. that t-shirt absolutely is the biggest seller um, to date. Uh-huh. And I think it will continue to be because so many people, like I said, so many people feel it in their soul. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And people always say like, oh, I always get comments. It makes me happy when people reach back out to me and say, I love this shirt. And the, like how many comments they get, they get approached while wearing it. But the response is always positive. Uh-huh. And that makes me happy. Like they're not getting negative uh, backlash about these shirts. It's always some positive, oh my, you know, like, I, that's cool. I love that. You know, mm-hmm. I like that. I like yeah. that so many other people in the world feel this way, even if they're not wearing their feelings on their chest, but they do feel it. So, right. right. Okay. And so kind of going back a little bit to starting, starting Fat Mermaids, like, was there a defining moment for you? Or maybe you could talk about like how how did it feel like taking that step like and saying okay this is what I'm gonna do like when your store first went live like what was okay. what was kind of the process around that when I first went live and I had the store this is another important thing for me to say mm-hmm. I'm not rich I didn't, <laughs> I don't I didn't have any money to start the store uh-huh. I didn't have any capital to do anything on my own or whatever so. I used the means that were available to me and I started out with using a third party to go live. What I found out like immediately that kind of gave me pause is that these third party services don't cater to fat folks Mm. at all. Like there's no women's cut clothing for fat women, especially like they do go up to, around a 4X in a, in a nice, decent shirt, which is something that I also, you know, wanted to have something of a good quality, mm-hmm. but those are unisex. So that's, that's why I sell a lot of unisex shirts because outside of, outside mm-hmm. of the unisex shirts, there is nothing available in the sizes that I want to include. Mm-hmm. So like a 3X that would be available to me for, for, Everyone is like a 3X Missies or Juniors or whatever. So what's that, like an 1820 mm-hmm. or something like that? Right. So it was a little, starting out was a little, I was a little intimidated that I wouldn't ever be able to get what I needed to serve who I want to serve. Mm-hmm. But my friend kept telling one of my friends, my friend, the artist Marlena, she's been such a an inspiration and the motivation and keeping me going because I would have these meltdowns where I'm like, Oh my God, like, what am I going to do? This, these shirts aren't, you know, I would get emails from people that's like, well, why do you only go up to a certain size or, and that would freak me out. Like, mm-hmm. and she would say, well, Jay, you just have to, you know, you know what your goals are. Right. You know, you know, this is what you have. You have to use what you have to get where you want to be period. So I kind of keep that in my head at all times, like use what's available to you until you can do more. Mm-hmm. And I hope that people can see that I'm trying to make sure everyone is included. Mm-hmm. I use my means to, you know, to, to diversify 
the size range as I can. Like I have a crop top right now that goes up to a 6X. I had to use a a local seamstress to do those those tops. Like I can't afford manufacturing right now, but when I can, mm-hmm. it's going to be popping. Like just know that I'm always trying to do more yeah. and trying to, you know, make better moves. I don't want to be just doing t-shirts forever, but the process is, 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 it's a bumpy road, so to speak. It, mm-hmm. it goes how it goes and I'm always trying to do more. Yeah. And I know, I mean, we talked about this before I hit the record button, <laughs> but <laughs> kind of expanding on that just a little bit, because when you say that you use a third party at, at like, you know, be, uh, for people who um, consumers mm-hmm. or people who may be aware of like drop shipping. So people will order a shirt and then the drop shippers actually print the shirt for you. And then they're the ones who kind of ship to the consumer. Um, sometimes consumers just don't have knowledge about knowledge. the process that mm-hmm. goes into that. And oftentimes even wanting to be someone who offers something in plus sizes, like me, myself, I also sell shirts. Um, you will go to manufacturers who say, okay, well, we only sell shirts up to a 4X. And Mm -hmm. if you want to get our 4X shirts, it's going to cost you $18. Um, And so sometimes, you know, people on the internet, they're like, ooh, like, why do their shirts cost $35? Well, part of the reason why the shirt costs $35 (laughs) is because we got to pay $18 just to have the drop shipper print it. Like, that's not Mm -hmm. including the shipping. And so, you know, when entrepreneurs are just getting started and you, like you said, you're not a manufacturer, you don't have the means to like mass produce. There are a lot of, a lot of costs that are inferred that entrepreneurs have to carry. Um, And then, you know, being faced with consumers, like protesting and, and sending you snarky messages about, (laughs) well, how come you don't, you know, you don't offer these sizes, you're not really inclusive, you don't really care about the community, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, okay, but there's a part that like they don't see, right? Like there's a big part that consumers don't see. And so when you speak about, you know, trying your best to include everyone and you speak about, you know, starting out with what you have until you can do something else, like there's just so much truth in that because, as an entrepreneur who doesn't start with something, but wants to offer a product that's not readily accessible, like there's cost to that. And if you are poor, if you are someone who don't have a whole lot of money to throw behind your products, when you first get started, you just don't have the means to do it. So yeah, I feel that I get that a hundred percent. And let me just say, like, if you don't start, if you want to start, I, I will I highly encourage anyone who has a passion to do anything to start where you can. Just mm-hmm. start where you can. And like the people who see you trying or, you know, they, they rock with you and what you're trying to do, they'll be there. And if, if people oppose to what you're doing, they won't. But those people, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say they, they, they're going to miss out on a good thing, but they will. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should not pursue your dreams if you if you can start start (laughs) wherever you have to just just do it because like I said I'm not rich at all I'm still not rich (laughs) still not rich Mm -hmm. um do what you can and you you'll you'll eventually get there you'll get where you're trying to go I'm still not where I want to be I have 
goals that exceed this fat mermaids but it's all about making more and doing more for fat women and non-men people who don't see enough for themselves in the fashion industry and i think that that's i think that that's definitely awesome so do you have a most memorable moment since starting your store is there like something that sticks out that kind of inspires you or speaks to you about this creation that is fat mermaids i would say um besides the moment where uh, jess baker shared the the sweatshirt that was a memorable moment but also getting my first hitting a thousand followers on instagram and not to be like it just to me it it solidified that people like what i'm doing mm-hmm. that's the, that's probably my most memorable moment because to see your followers grow mm-hmm. and it's not just like it's not me being big-headed or anything but it's like people legit like something here mm-hmm. even if they never buy anything I appreciate that support because that motivates me to keep going and to keep you know it's inspiring it really is just to know that people are actually looking and people support what you're doing period mm-hmm. the support is 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 uh something that is necessary for me personally it motivates me to keep going and that's awesome because I just crossed a thousand followers not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And I remember at one point my followers were like, I don't know, like it just stalled. And I was like uh-huh. stuck like around, I don't know, it was like 450 something. I don't know. And I was like, oh man, like I set a goal. I said, well, maybe, I said, maybe I'll reach, you know, maybe I'll reach about, I think it had grew slightly. And I said, well, maybe I'll reach a thousand followers by the end of this year. Mm-hmm. And then something happened. And then the next time I looked, I was like at 982 <laughs> followers. I said, wait a minute. And like, it's not the end of the year. Somebody yes. has to go. Right. Yes. So, <laughs> right. Um, but I mean, I can speak to that. It's kind of like, you know, I love the engagement that, mm-hmm. you know, the followers share if they're commenting on things and, um, people say, you know, I listened to your episodes. I heard your podcast. Like, I love that. Like those things matter so much to me. And I know, you know, I, because like of the ways that things started and I wasn't too, I didn't know too much about like Instagram and all of this stuff. So when I started out, like paying attention to the numbers, wasn't my biggest priority, but now seeing myself like hit numbers, kind of adds to, like you said, adds to the credence of like the support, knowing that there are people out there who actually enjoy what I do. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And so kind of, kind of winding down a little bit, tell us, so tell us what's, you know, what's up next for Fat Mermaids? Well, right now I'm working on some things for the fall. Um, Hopefully we'll be bringing out some more styles um some new designs like I said I I'm not I'm always my personal style is t-shirt leggings Mm -hmm. and I know that's not everybody's personal style so I'm gonna bring some more um some like crop designs and um new just new stuff like trying to keep it a little diverse in the styles but just keep sign up for my emails I don't I don't bombard people with emails (laughs) 
<laughs> I really don't. Uh-huh. You will only get substantial emails and um, you'll get sneak peeks of what's coming. Awesome. Because, and so where can people find you? Um, they can find me at shopfatmermaids.com. And when you sign up, you can also get 10% off your first, second, whenever you want to use it. It never expires, but you can get 10% off your uh, your purchase if you make a purchase. But definitely more than purchasing anything, just sign up for um, to know what's going on with me. The things that I don't always share on social media are shared through email. So, All right. And tell us your IG, your Facebook, and your Twitter if you have it. Oh, Lord. Now, why do you want to make me answer these questions? (laughs) I cannot. Okay, so I'm not a big Twitter person. I do have a Twitter, but I can't remember the handle. But if you search Fat Mermaids, I'm sure I will pop up. Okay. Um, On Facebook, (laughs) again, if you search Shop Fat Mermaids, the Facebook page will pop up. And Instagram is fat.mermaids. Yeah, you can find me there. Okay, great. You can find me. You can find me most on Instagram. Yeah, that's my that's my playground. I love. Yeah, Instagram. I would just say her Instagram is popping. Her Instagram. Oh, thank is you. Popping. Yes, it is. Um, and so yeah, so this has been such a pleasure. I'm so excited that you came to share some time with us to talk and and share your thoughts and your feelings about entrepreneurship and about you know what it took for you to get to where you are at this point um do you have any inspirational words that you want to leave somebody who may be seeking to start something on their own or who may be a fat individual who who needs a little bit of extra support to know that there are people out there that's pulling for them I would just, like I said before, just um, start where you can. I mean, that's the most important thing. Don't be discouraged by the the lack of what's available to you. Because if you don't, like I, I went in blindly and I didn't, it didn't even, and I don't know why it didn't, because I'm, I'm, I'm a fat person, like I'm about 400 pounds. So I know the struggles with finding clothes sometimes that, that I like. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why I just went into this thinking that what I needed was going to be available to me mm-hmm. when it's barely available to me, you know, on a daily basis. But don't let that discourage you. There are people who will support you. There are people who definitely need whatever it is that you're putting out. Just go for it, you know. And if you if you need, ask questions. Find you a support system. Find you a friend or find you somebody who who's going to be behind you a hundred percent what you're doing because you're going to need that. For sure. For sure. I mean, I think sometimes there's a lot more support out there than what meets the eye. And it sometimes it, just takes a little bit of digging to get there. It does. It, it, I've, I found my community, my people mm-hmm. support me a hundred percent and I need that. And that's the fuel that keeps me going. You know, just knowing that people support you, that's everything. Well, all right, Miss J. I'm so excited. Thank you once again for showing up. For those who listen to the podcast, maybe this is your first time listening to the podcast. As always, you can find this episode as well as others on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker Radio, Google Play Music. Um, 
everywhere but and this is what i'm saying from now on because it's just easier to say it this way everywhere but spotify and iHeartRadio. um i believe that the podcast is on you could also visit my shop if you want to to look at the t-shirts that i have and that's on freshoutthecocoon.com and then i'm also on facebook as fresh out the cocoon ig as fresh out the cocoon and um actually yeah and uh Woo, and Twitter, which I'm not on as often, but I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying. Um, it's FOTC underscore podcast. Um, uh, and so I look forward to hearing all your comments, your feedback. As always, I love to hear from you, from you all, whenever you share your your ideas and thoughts on things. And if you are someone who is interested in also being on the podcast, feel free to shoot me an email at freshoutthecocoon at gmail.com. Um, as I love to feature other black fat women and femmes who are out here doing work and changing lives. Uh, and so until next time. Uh, be you and stay fresh.